Okay, here we go again. This is the Common Sense American, and I am coming at you for another week of political and social talk, coming straight from someone who is not an expert on this stuff. I just talk about what I see. That's all. And I'm always surprised at how so many people say, well, you just said exactly what I was thinking, but I've never said it, or I, maybe I've never had the guts to say it, or something like that. Uh, but first of all, let me uh, thank everybody for tuning in to my last podcast. I had talked about um, what we should do, what our reaction should be to this Chaz or Chop situation. Um, and I had a busy week, so I didn't really uh, promote it too heavily on, on social media, but it still got plenty of attention, which I, I certainly appreciate. Um, and this week, um, I, I think what I want to do is something I've noticed recently. Well, I've, I think we've all noticed it. We've noticed it in the past few years, maybe the past decade or so. Um, but it's becoming more and more obvious with every passing day. And that is the, I, I'm starting to call it the Democrat manifesto. It's eerily similar to how the uh, Nazi Socialist Party gained power in the late, in the mid to late 30s. If you do your research and you do history, which of course, well, leftists aren't really big on history right now, let's face it. Uh, except to prove that, you know, we were all racist at one point. Aside from that, they have no interest. Um, but if you do happen to have some interest in international history, especially uh, momentous history, which this certainly qualified as, uh, you will see that there was a very clear step-by-step -step process for how uh, Hitler's Socialist Party took control of an entire nation. And in many ways, those citizens were just patsies. They were un, unwitting uh, pawns in, their, in this overall scheme. They really didn't know. And the way you do that is you take control of the fundamental pillars of society. Now, take a look at what we have now. Take a look at what's happening. What's the first thing you need to do if you really want to gain power? And when I say power, I mean authoritative power to the point of tyranny, as in you will do this or you will be punished for it because I say so. There is no republic, there's no democracy, this is the way it's going to be. And that's really what Hitler's Germany was, even though it was sort of under the auspices of something else, which is exactly what the Democrat Party is doing right now. It's under the auspices of tolerance and openness, when in fact it's anti-freedom in every way. And we're starting to see that now. We're starting to see that they only want big government control. But beyond that, the entire country must accept a certain ideology, a certain way of thinking, or it will be, you will be silenced. And that's the way it is. And that's what we're seeing now. And how is this happening? Well, first, you have to take control of what people see and hear every day. That was easier to do in the mid to late 30s when really the only thing they had was newspapers and radio. If you can take control of those two things, you know, chances are you're, you're well on your way to establishing a false reality which people will adhere to and just believe is, is correct because it's all they ever hear and see. And, you know, how could all of it be lies, right? Now it's harder. So there are obviously always those dissenting voices like me and other people online and everywhere else speaking up and saying, look, we really have to acknowledge what's going on. What they're talking about isn't real. They're trying to create a civil war out of nothing. And 
those voices of reason, yes, were being silenced and, and oppressed, absolutely. You can tell just in the way things are functioning. You can tell if you've been on Facebook recently or on Twitter, and you can tell if you type in searches on Google and Firefox. My homepage consists of nothing but black uh, rights activism and white people bad, which used to be somewhat veiled in this country. Now it's not. Ever since George Floyd, it's essentially that's the message and you better accept it. Uh, and just a couple weeks ago, I had done a podcast Racism 101 for white people, which is very simple and straightforward now. You are not allowed to speak unless you are apologetic, unless you are down on a knee. And if you're not, we're coming for you. This is starting to feel more and more like a witch hunt, which is how the Nazi party began. A witch hunt for those that went against them in any way. And it again, it starts with what we see and what we hear every day. The Democrats have their the media in their back pocket and have for some time now it's blatant now it's not even there's some uh left-leaning bias in commentary and articles now it's we're not even close to that we've gone well past that we are now on all headlines will be structured in a certain way with a certain tone uh you will notice for example anything that's related to trump in the mainstream news Everything has a negative tinge attached to it, even if the subject matter is essentially positive. For example, if they're talking about an upswing in the economy, the, the headline would be something like, uh, economy, economy experiences boom in May, but how long will it last? Now, if you compare this specifically to the Obama administration, it's exactly the opposite. You know, so you could say um, American businesses struggle under current administration, but Obama's taking strides to fix the current situation. That's sort of the, that would be the message that's being sent. Not things are going to get worse. Not that any of it is his fault. Do you really think that if the, this pandemic had hit during the Obama years, that anyone would dare to blame him for it? No matter what his reaction was? There's no way. And we all know why. And... So you've got the media, you've got them on a 24-7, 365 basis, uh, basically putting forward a certain uh, narrative, which must be embraced. Now, the next step, and I think you probably heard about this, is it, it began earlier than you think during the Nazi regime, which was uh, propaganda films, um, where the public was shown, you know, mostly flat out lies, but created by uh, the, the party in power to paint an image of something that they, they wanted to show you as real, but of course really wasn't, in a lot of ways was just false. And they did it, you know, they continued it throughout the war. They would show you, they would show grand German victories when in fact, sometimes that victory was either uh, sort of iffy in that it was more of a draw, or sometimes it was just the exact opposite. The Germans lost and they would paint it as a victory. Um, and they could argue it was for morale. They didn't want the German people to be getting down on themselves. But the bottom line is it's a propaganda film. And there were many propaganda films outside of the war for what they deemed to be uh, their building of a uh, social, uh, you know, utopia. And that, of course was geared against the Jews, against the blacks, against anybody that they deemed were not part of the superior race. And you take a look now. Take a look at films now. 
Maybe we don't call them propaganda films, but if you just scroll through your Netflix feed of new movies made within the past few years, I dare you to find even a few that are not in any way political or in any way has this message. Can you find one that doesn't have gay people or transgender people or black people oppressed or minorities oppressed or white people bad? Can you find anything in there that's more about just that's not anti-American, that doesn't have that obvious tinge, that tone to it, where patriotism is basically just something that stupid people embrace, where uh, we should be questioning everything the president does, where he's more of a joke, where we have such major problems and it can all be traced to capitalism, to white people, to nationalism, to the idea of imperialism. When's the last time you, you, you uh, read a book that, that wasn't like that? When's the last time? I mean, there are a few, you'd have, but you really have to look for them. In, in this way, they are dominating our entertainment as well. They push that for us. So even in our downtime, we cannot avoid it. We can't. I can't. It's, it's becoming, uh, it, it's just burrowed its way into our lives. And you cannot speak out against it. That is the next step. The first step is to feed it to you. The next step is to punish. At first, subtly, and then later, it doesn't matter. Punish those who go against this, uh, this message. And that, of course, what has to begin with making sure that you have a very pliable society, that you have a very uh, easily gullible, easily goaded society into believing just about anything that the people in power, in this case, the media and Hollywood and all those people, you have to, if you're going to start believing everything they say and do, and we're just good little doobies and we move along and we respond and do everything they say. And the recent epidemic is a great example of just how scared and just a complete lack of a backbone that this country now has. Look how quickly people refused to question, fearfully ran inside, shut the door, and put a mask on. And this was based on extremely inaccurate models where even at the time, we had plenty of health professionals saying, you know, these are projections that we're not really sure about. We're always showing you the worst case scenario, always. The media always is. Let's face it, Fossey always was. They're showing you worst case scenario. Now, that's true, that's on them. But isn't it on us to do our own bits of research and find out as much about this as we can, as opposed to simply saying, no, they are the authority figures, what they say goes, I'm supposed to be scared, I'm gonna be scared. That was, a, a sort of a, a wake-up call to me and to many other people who have been watching this backslide of this civilization to the point where they can't handle anything, they don't know anything, all they, they want to be told what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. That's what they want. They want it very specifically. They don't want their own, they don't, free will is starting to disappear. And the scary part is they don't seem to mind. They don't care at all, provided the narrative they agree with is being enforced and reinforced. Those are the steps you take. But in order to reach this level of gullibility, in order to reach this level of obedience, you must teach it, and it begins in our schools. And how often have we talked about 
what is going on in our schools right from kindergarten on up. We know at this point that most universities are basically simply breeding grounds for hostile left-wing foot soldiers who are borderline tyrannical. As far as I can tell, we don't get much else out of that. They have piss-poor educations out of the universities, and I mean terrible. These people are even dumber than when they went in. They have, and all they really have, is a social agenda. They're not going to work. They don't like this country. They plan on continuing to not like this country. They're told that white people bad. The only people who can be racist are white people. The only people who should be oppressed are white people. And if you're white people, a white person, you should be apologetic and you should be getting out of the way for other people who need to be raised up in the quote-unquote push for quote-unquote equality, which none of this is. And that's what we're getting at universities. And but, but starting right from the time they're children, right from the time they're five years old, from the time they start going to school on a daily basis, they are being bred for this. They are being absolutely conditioned to go by everything that one ideology states. It's not just erasing history. It's not just about altering history to show them a certain image of a country or a certain image of what the future should look like. It's not only that. It's teaching them to behave in a certain way, to follow a certain guideline, to not to open their minds, not to open young minds to all these great ideas, to discover new things. No, it is to condemn those who speak out against, against this. We see that in classrooms all the time. We, we hear, you will never hear it in the mainstream media, but there are many kids who come home to their parents and say, you know, I did a... You know, I did a presentation or something on Thomas Jefferson, and I was basically screamed at uh, because, you know, he's just he's just a racist pig and they all are and we shouldn't be celebrating that and blah, blah, blah. And those are the types of things that are happening right now, but you'll never hear about it. And one of the local high schools around me uh, recently, and this is hardly going to be the only one, I'm sure there's thousands more across the country, but they have calls for what they're calling racial reform in the school. Because, of course, there's racism everywhere, even though there never was before. In the past, there's no evidence of it anywhere. And legions of students who went there, minority students, white students, all of them say, no, we never experienced any such thing. Now you're creating it. Now you're creating racism. It's not hard to do. All you have to do is pretend that what the left is telling you is accurate and what you're seeing every day is accurate. And it's hard to convince them otherwise because, it's again, it's all they see. They have made step-by-step step to control elements, the media, education, entertainment. You put these three things together and they create a vice-like clamp over the eyes and minds of young people. And that's all they know. They really don't. They are not encouraged in any way to seek out any other information that might not jive with what they're being told in school. That is not what an education is. If you ask it, it, all the professors who used to be, who embraced the classical structure, or those teachers from, from even antiquity, dating all the way back to the ancient philosophers, the, the point of knowledge is to continue to get as much knowledge as you can, to hear from as many different people as you can, to get as many different viewpoints and perspectives as you can, and then come to your own conclusions based on all this knowledge. They don't want you to have all that knowledge. They want you to have one. And we're seeing that. 
We're seeing this manifesto take shape. I don't think it's anywhere near as structured. I don't think it's anywhere near as well organized as what the uh, Nazis were doing in the 30s. Because let's face it, these people aren't organized. They're mostly just hostile thugs and it's mob mentality for a lot of it. But the steps are the same. They're starting to go after everything that they don't want. The, the freedom of speech thing is gone. You're going to start seeing the burning of books. Yes, you will. In the form of banning. They already did it. They're all HBO, I think they just did it with Gone with the Wind. Well, I think they, they took it off, then there was backlash, then they put it back up with some disclaimer about how racist it is or something. That is only the beginning. You are going to see that everywhere. And, and that's not going to happen again. Once somebody takes it down, they won't have to bring it back. Okay, they won't. They'll just hide behind their everything is racist thing and erase it. You will start seeing all classic films disappear. You will start to see so many classic novels disappear. You will start to feel the death of any sort of classic music, especially if it was made by white people. You will start to see the death of any knowledge of history of our nation. People will have no idea. Not really. They will only have one view, not multiple views, ever. And when you have that, you have essentially a drone. You have uh, a, an Autobot. You have something that's going to respond to one stimulus, will react only in one way, which is uh, hostility, suspicion, and hate of anybody who disagrees with them. That is what we're bringing up. That is what's coming out of school. That is what those are the people who are ingesting the entertainment, ingesting the information from the mainstream news media every single day. It's forming them in a certain way. It makes them gullible and pliant and obedient. And you can feed just about anything to them, no matter how insane or hypocritical it is, and they'll still believe it. And that's what we're reaching. The whole um, the NASCAR driver with the noose in his garage, which was really just a pull-down for the garage, it looked like, or it's just a rope or whatever... We're going to reach the point where it won't matter what the reality of that is. If it's viewed as such, he will be in trouble. That's the point. That's what's going to happen. The actual truth of the matter will be irrelevant. It will be how it is deemed by the left, which in this case means all the powerful forces in the world, in our country, the media, Hollywood, education. If they deem it as such, if they deem it this way, and they say this is bad, this is what you need to think about this. It doesn't matter that it's not really a noose. This is what you need to think about this. That's where we're in trouble. That's where you need to start thinking about, okay, um, what, what is really going on? And some people are taking a step back and starting to realize that we can't allow this to continue to happen. This is not society. This is really just model reacting to years and years of conditioning. They don't think with their own minds, and they don't want to. And when you try to task them with using their own brains and their minds to come up with ideas of their own, they can't do it. They don't have ideas of their own. All they can do is parrot what they've heard from their so-called leaders who basically have said the same thing for years, and all they can do is regurgitate what they saw on CNN or what they saw in the latest movie. It gets stuck in their brains. And they cannot get past it. They were not taught to use their brains. That's why they were encouraged to accept and be spoon-fed and be okay with that. It's why they're so lazy. It's why they can't think for themselves. It's why they have no interest in growing up and being adults and being mature adults and being able to handle other perspectives. And that's where we sit now. 
we sit on the cusp of what is essentially a, uh, a manifesto coming to fruition, a society buckling under the weight of this manifesto, which is going to put down very clearly the rules and laws of one particular ideology, which will be socialistic in nature, and it will eventually, and I guarantee this, will result probably in the mass exodus of conservatives, Christians, white people. They're going to leave. The, I've talked to some people about this, and they don't want to say, of course you can't say this out loud. You say this in public, you'll get smacked because it's a racist world for only white people. They have said to me they're afraid to go anywhere out in public where there's a lot of minorities. They're afraid. They're afraid. Now, are you saying they're not allowed to be afraid? Because that's racist. Are you saying that they're lying? Because that's also racist. They're not lying. They're afraid. And the overwhelming message is we don't want you here. We don't want you here. We don't want you here. We don't want your skin color here. We don't want your religion here. We don't want your ideology here. We don't want your thoughts here. And if that's really what you're going to keep pounding at people, it's not about equality, it's not about freedom of speech, it's not about working together, it's not about unity, that's obviously not what Democrats want. They've been clear about that from the beginning. That's not what they want. What they say is, we don't want you here. That is every single embedded message from educators, entertainers, and the media. And if that's the message, then what's going to end up happening is people are going, you know what, it's not worth it to fight back against this because there is no fighting back. We are not ever going to be in the right. Doesn't matter what we say or do. So we got to go. We got to get out of here. What's going, that is, will, that is what will happen. There will be a mass exodus. And you will be left with exactly what you want here, which is your definition of diversity, which in Democrat world just means no white people. No Democrat and, and no, no conservatives and no Christians. And, and at this point, no straight people either. You don't have, those people are all on the bottom rung of society and they want to keep you there. Don't believe anything else otherwise. True equality is blind to all of that. True equality has no bearing on any of this. It, it, it uh, embraces meritocracy. It says, these are your accomplishments, these are your capabilities, and you will be rewarded for it. It doesn't matter what color your skin is. It doesn't matter what you worship. It doesn't matter what your sexual orientation is. It doesn't matter where you came from. None of that matters. Obviously, it matters to Democrats. Obviously. And we know which way they're leaning and which and they're what they're telling us, which is basically get out or shut up and be quiet and let this supposed revolution of health happen when it's not even close that this is not progressive. Again, more regression from the left. Anyway, that's what I wanted to say today. Uh, I, I, I think people need to be turned on to this. I think they need to acknowledge what's happening. I think they need to notice right, left, middle, whatever. You need to realize that your freedoms are being crushed. And that if you are a part of the party that's doing the crushing, get out. Because it's not human. It has nothing to do with equality or diversity or unity. It's exactly the opposite in every respect. Take a look at what's happening around you. Step outside your comfort zone. Maybe consider something that you've never heard before and you'll start to see it. And when you do, you might be shocked. So... Anyway, thank you again for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, you can find me on iTunes. Um, obviously, I'm on Twitter and Facebook, even though I hate Facebook. Um, you can find me also everywhere on uh, Stitcher and all the other platforms. I don't keep track, but I probably should, you know, Alexa and, and Google Play. 
it doesn't really net me that much, just sort of happens automatically. I, I Again, let me make it plain, I don't make any money doing this. <laughs> Nowhere near big enough for that. That's why I don't do ads or any such thing. It's always free. Just something I want to talk about. And I encourage everyone else to talk as well. To talk amongst yourselves and among your friends and family. If you feel like you're being oppressed, if you feel like your freedom of speech is being infringed, at least talk to them and get involved online. It's the only way that we're going to have any shot of resisting this. Uh, and sort of proving that what we're up against is is tyranny and authoritarianism. So, thank you again, and uh, hopefully uh, next week I will see you again. And uh, once again, thank you for all your attention that you've given me over the past few months, because actually it's been a lot higher than I thought. And that's it for me. See you.